0: Welcome to the PHNX Sun Devils crossover podcast featuring the DNVR Buffs team. My name is Brittany Boyer. I'm your host. But before we get too far into it, let's talk a little bit about DraftKings Sportsbook. It's America's top-rated sportsbook. It really is. If you go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and you put 150, or er, I'm sorry, and you put one dollar down on any football game this weekend, you receive 150 dollars in free bets. I'm Brittany Boyer, your host. Joining me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. We'll go around the room.
1: Am I getting called on? I'm Shane. Hi guys. Um, my name is Shane. Hi.
0: I was delegated <laughs> to make sure I host this podcast.
1: Good work, Shane. Uh, Sorry, I get so nervous around you guys. <laughs> I'll, I'll drink. To <laughs> like that. Be your I'll episode. drink. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do the second part. So of this.
0: Ready?
2: Oh, 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 oh! My fingernails. Come on, you got this. I just
0: get so nervous. Oh
2: you yeah. You guys can just
0: hear me drink it. I don't
2: um, I'm Ryan. You can call me RK. We, uh, I like the buffs. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm Henry. I'm also from
3: DMVR, and uh, yeah, I, I cover the buffs. I don't just like them. Yeah, Henry actually
2: covers them. I'm, I'm just a
1: you know a guy. The fan. You are you are kind of just a guy. Yeah. In my eyes, you're more than that.
3: Though. Oh, yeah. so sweet. Thanks, Shane.
0: You already yeah, have
1: a great go. chemistry going. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: going great. We are doing the crossover show this week. As everyone knows, ASU hosts Colorado. It's going to be a really exciting game, opening up Pac-12 play. You know. Both teams coming into this game off of a big loss last week. What do you guys, I mean, well, first and foremost, welcome to Phoenix, but what are you looking forward to the most with this game this week? And, uh, oh, before we get too far into this, let's do our trash or treasure. I can't believe I almost forgot this. First, it's Jersey. So, (laughs) uh, time for our trash or treasure take for today. ASU will be revealing these beautiful gold jerseys on the field against Colorado. We had Brian Johnson on. To talk with us on Tuesday, he was talking about how he has a de- uh, design to cor- correspond with uh, the jersey release, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he has. So we want to know: Do you guys think that the jersey is trash or treasure?
1: It's treasure. I treasure. Right? It. I'm, I'm saying <coughs> treasure. It's, it's too. gold. It's 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 plentiful and bounty.
2: Mm-mm. Really? No, that is yellow.
1: <sighs> this is See, gold. Though. Colorado <laughs> uses
2: gold. <laughs> Arizona State no. uses there, gold. There, there gold is a little on bit the of sleeves, gold. Yes, that's, on the
1: sleeves. That's,
3: that's pewter. I don't think you know what pewter is. <laughs> is. I don't think you know what okay, pewter but <laughs> is. But no, I said the I same don't thing. One's, is.
0: Like, one's like a yellowy gold. Uh-huh. And you guys uh-huh. have an actual true gold. Yes. The Which Arizona is, State okay, gold has gold. always been this off, like, yellowy, darker. It's like a mix between if you had yellow mixed with, like, a little bit of orange almost, I feel like. Yeah,
2: there are some drops of gold in there. Um, but that, so uh, it's a huge pet peeve of mine because you guys will say like maroon gold, right? But Here's
0: the thing. You're color snob,
1: aren't you?
2: Yeah. Okay. But wait, uh,
0: have you ever seen ASU's old, like original gold jerseys that they tried to do back in the eighties where everyone made fun of them and called them the fighting bananas? Those were legitimately yellow and they were so ugly. So these in comparison, I think for a lot of Arizona, Arizona state fans, at least, I mean, I think back to those jerseys and. This This is a treasure in comparison. (laughs) It's a good one. I mean, it is
2: a good jersey. It is. I don't, I'm not a fan of the two different shades of gold even though a lot of people
0: have said that
2: but I do like the sleeves it's a cool idea last weeks were better last weeks were like really really good I
1: think this will look a lot better under the lights I think Mm because I wasn't really on board with the pearlescent helmet they were doing until I saw it under the lights because I thought the two different tones of maroon were going to clash but it ended up looking really good so So here's
0: where I think they went with this different gold outline is because I think that the gold they're going to use on the helmets this game is going to end up being a gradient type of gold like that huh Mm.
3: okay what do you think Henry Uh, solid very solid jerseys um, I yeah, think i would look actually
2: two-tone, not solid.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Ryan.
3: That's real important. Oh um, but yeah, suck, I mean, uh... yeah. But they're good jerseys. They're good jerseys. They're good jerseys. <laughs> I think that, you know, it, I'm not like a fan of like the changing all the jerseys constantly. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I like just like you have your jersey, you stick Is with that it. Is because you guys are boring?
0: You're the um, traditional type of person.
2: We usually aren't until our new coach made us boring.
0: Yeah,
3: boring's one way to put it. But I mean, like Michigan. Alabama. Nobody See, like, changes no, their there's, there's jerseys. There's a a very, heritage there, though.
0: No, but there is a very distinct line, if you like, mm-hmm. that's been drawn in the college football fans' um, sand, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fans there's sand. like a line in the sand <laughs> with the fans, yes, the fans in terms sand. of Some are diehard. They like the tradition. Oh my God, Shane! I hate you. Um, I'm
1: just like when you said fan sand, I thought of like a really cool thing you could bring to a tailgate. Like, oh my God, we have a new idea for a tailgate. (laughs) Oh boy,
3: brought the fan sand. I think Spano has like a sixty-pound bag of multi-purpose sand in his car.
2: (laughs) We might have to to hook you up. Hey, bro, let's go build some sandcastles. We'll get that to you. Turn any tailgate into a beach. How's it going, Brittany? Uh,
0: I had to make sure I didn't forget what I was going to say. I, though, I do think that there is a very definitive um, line that separates if you like traditional jerseys and the traditional look, or if you like to switch it up and incorporate the change and, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. something fresh every once in a while. And I, you really don't see anyone who's in the middle. I feel like it's very rare you see people who are in the middle. You're either a classic, traditional, stick to what it is, don't change it around, or you're not.
2: Yeah, I feel like for a second there, Colorado actually was in the middle because like they have their very classic look, but they had several variations of it. Like mm-hmm. In their arsenal right now, they have four different helmets. Mm-hmm. But they just like the new coach was like, we only wear one, Ooh. except for maybe once a year.
3: And they actually got rid of the silver ones. They don't exist anymore. I think that might be breaking news on this podcast, but wow. yeah, they, they're
2: not, yeah. I mean, I knew they weren't going to wear them. Those were sick.
0: Uh, See, but that's why I like when they but, do different jerseys because I feel like it gives you a, another unique look. That almost makes your school m- more unique. It brings more of a media attention and grab mm-hmm. to you on the field. Um, and, you know, like, I almost feel like this. people are going to make fun of me because I'm a girl and I'm saying this, but, you know, like, when you look good, you feel good. Like, when 100%. you look fresh as hell, you're going to play fresh as hell. So Definitely. go out there and, like, ball out.
1: There's something to be said about rocking in brand-new Jersey that people are excited <laughs> for. And It adds to the level of, like, excitement, essentially, for these players. Like, they want yeah. to go out there and be like, look, we play good in these jerseys. Like, the Suns to some extent did that the valley jerseys everyone was so excited about that they had the court yeah. and then it became a ritual like they started wearing them in the finals because they won so
2: much in that yeah. jersey that's the that nuggets with the black skylines the year before i i totally believe it i will literally bet on the team if they drop a it's fire so jersey alive. before the game i'm like i ah, love that yeah. that's a jersey
1: game you gotta yeah, ride some of it. my some of my bets this year were based on the suns i hated their orange jerseys but they were so good in them yeah. so i would bet on them huh. every time they wore them
3: yeah i i feel like if you want to use, like, a throwback jersey or, like, some cool jersey, like, once or twice a season, that, that'd that be my move. And then uh-huh. just wear the yeah, same, like, your jersey the rest of the way. That way it, like, pops more when you I do agree. it. I
2: agree. If I have to choose trash or treasure, I'll say treasure. It's treasure.
0: I think it's treasure. Consensus I like it a lot. Um, I, I just think it's a really great way to bring back the classic gold that people have wanted to see more and they haven't been able to see mm-hmm. as much of, you know, and it's it's at least incorporating it. But this is I know you argue it's not gold, but it's like the same color that basketball uses for their uniforms and that sold really well and it looked really good. So I think it gave football a little bit more confidence in terms of going in and what they were going to do. But
2: and you see the fans love wearing that color too. Like yeah. you'll see the student section. But I just would have mm-hmm. made the the sunbeams on the arm, the same color as the rest of the jersey. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I don't, I don't argue that. But I told you my theory as to why. And they haven't. I don't think they've announced anything yet. They may have, and I just haven't seen it. But um, I think that that's what the yeah. sticker on the helmets. Buffs can be. are
2: going gold helmets, white tops, white pants, which is a good look for them. It I is like nice and car. clean. Yep.
0: Well, let's move on. Our question of the day that Shane and I had for our viewers on Tuesday was if Arizona State is going to have another game this season. Where penalties Tuesdays. ultimately cost them the game. Now, I'm not sure if you saw Arizona State's oh, yeah. game last mm-hmm. week. Um, the, it was, was their it most 20? penalties in a game that they've had since 2006. No, I believe it was 16.
2: 16.
0: Um, and it was absolutely terrible. I'm so we Vontaze
2: had didn't have 16. Of his own <laughs> I know,
0: but it, it, it okay. So here's the thing: Vontez Perfect played under Dennis Erickson, and this dates back past Denix Erickson's time to Dirk Cutter's era at ASU. That's how poorly of a performance it was on Saturday night in terms of penalty and just lack of discipline. Um, So that was the question of the day. We had 144 votes. 85% of people say yes. They feel like (laughs) ASU is going to have another game this season that penalties are going to cost them the game
1: i i I think it i think it might be this game too it's going to cost them the spread at least that's for sure um but let's let we'll talk about that later let's get on to the question of the day today you want to pull that up now um this is something i was thinking of i go on hikes a lot down here and the 100 degree weather doesn't bother me that much Mm -hmm. um, unless it gets like 110 or it's humid so the question of the day today is would you rather run a mile in 110
2: degree heat in the middle of
1: phoenix or uh elevation 5200 feet run a mile there in denver
2: I mean, I feel like the the answer for us is easy like you you guys are right. rather. Yeah, you'd rather do it at, at altitude. Yep. It's not like if you if you got off the plane and did it right away, it would definitely yeah. suck. But you get used to it pretty quickly, I feel like.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's basically the answer. The altitude makes a difference. I do think altitude makes a difference. For sure. The
2: heat like it's just so
1: relentless. It's debilitating. Yeah. yeah. The thing for uh-huh. me is, you know, well, I, I'm interested to see people that don't live in Arizona or Colorado I answer this question because then they're, you know, non-biased.
0: I'm just... still taking the heat, and I've, yeah. like,
2: by the way, Boulder, 53, 5300. Oh, fucking, well, a little higher than Denver. Sorry. Heads up. <laughs> well, just, I, I need to do better.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, yeah. Listen,
0: it's still high enough. I don't want to run either way. Good like, take. That's, that's, a, the, that's the best that's answer. That's probably
1: the answer. The answer, it, it, answering with which we would rather do, you just say no. To no, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it either. I you feel don't, like no. don't put yeah. me down for
2: cardio. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it depends on how far or how long you have to run. To. A mile. Yeah, a mile. But then, like, if it was like four miles, I feel like that's where the altitude would really start to yeah, kick
2: in. True. The altitude gets you, like, pretty fast, though. Everybody always talks about, like, the third quarter, though. Dog,
0: I get winded when I walk up the stairs.
3: Okay, well, yeah. maybe your vote doesn't count for too <laughs> much. Maybe, maybe yours is just like, ah, it's not going to go well either way. Why? Because listen to her. Oh, because
0: she's like, <laughs> <on laughs> when you're in Colorado, like, if you had to walk up the flight of stairs that was in that, like, stadium, tell me you don't get winded. And then they okay. got, like, the idea of, like, running four miles there versus running four Ooh. miles here.
3: Yeah. You know. I mean, it, it all sucks. Is the But answer. also, yeah. this isn't
2: sea level. I feel like that has to be, you know, true. Thought How, is we're it not close? sea
0: level, but we're definitely like not that high above it.
2: I think huh. I think the um, Diamondback Stadium is the second highest elevation of any. Thousand. Yeah, of any really? team in the MLB. That's kind of crazy, right? That's yeah,
1: I actually
0: well. didn't know that.
1: It's the valley. We're in a valley. It's a thousand feet elevation. Famously, yeah, I
0: don't know very much. What is this geog- geography?
1: It might be. Top, is it? Is it top, <laughs> topography? It's definitely topography. Is it really? It might also be is it geography. really? Dude, I'm yeah. smart. Yeah, you're on it today. Uh, kind of cool. <laughs> okay. Um, you have uh, some Herm stuff um, that we're going to touch on before.
0: We do. We do. So, uh, Herm spoke at the press conference. Uh, Herm and Bobby Wade, they both were out there on Monday discussing, you know, everything after the loss and what they're looking forward to this week and focusing on this week and moving forward. So um, I know you guys wanted to talk about how ASU matches up against Colorado um, personnel wise, Bobby Wade discussed how well he believes ASU matches up. I don't know. Uh, do you want to roll that clip right now for us so we can talk?
4: Personnel is about- tricky. You know, they, they change a lot. of um, uh, they, they change it. It's, it varies, you know, they're going from a 3-4 to a 4-3. You know, they got different downline and They move the things around a lot. So we just got to be prepared um, to really bring our offense to them, I think. You know, really find a way to settle down and do what we do really well. Uh, you know, trust our eyes, trust our training, you know, see what we see. Because they're going to twist it up. They're going to mix it up. And then, you know, seeing last week our BYU did a ton of drop eight on us, we anticipate probably some of that especially after taking a loss, so we just got to be prepared for absolutely everything. Personnel-wise, I think we match up really well. You know, I think we'll be able to, especially in the secondary and the perimeter, you know, I still think that our group is uh, the dominant group when they are on the field. I thought last week we were, too, and we just got to be prepared for any opportunities we get and, you know, be able to capitalize on them.
0: So I know that was kind of a long video, but he rambled a little bit there getting started, and so I couldn't necessarily just – Cut into it there, but <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. it's it's a good matchup. I think it's going to be um very competitive, very close. But I do think that ASU is going to have the edge in the game offensively, um, and that's really going to be what's what going to end up sparking. What it do you for think him. he
1: said about personnel? Do you think he's correct in saying that ASU's matches up well against this Colorado team?
3: So, so the big thing to me though is like, yeah, the secondary matches up well against the passing game mm-hmm. because. Colorado's quarterback literally just refuses to throw the football, so it doesn't matter if there's like open receivers anyway, because he just won't throw the football. Um, when you like look at the corners against the receivers, though, I think it's it's a fun matchup uh, with like Chase Lucas and yeah. Jack, jo- Jack Jones. Jack yeah. Jones, yeah, like like those are some really good corners. Yeah. But the kind of the trend with that whole secondary is that they're a little bit undersized. Yep. And so when you have big guys like Brendan Rice and and all of them out there. You think like, okay, maybe on these deep balls they get a chance. I think we saw a little bit against BYU, some deep balls that they threw that worked. Um, The problem, again, being that the quarterback will not be throwing deep balls and for that reason, I think that the so, edge has to go to like on <laughs> I want to bring
0: something up because you touched on Brendan Rice. He is from here originally, played yeah. at Hamilton. So, you know, coming back here, there were a lot of people who gave him shit when he left and went to Colorado. Really? So I'm sure he's going to come back here and want to play with the vengeance and put on, too. So that's something to look for. Maybe. I
3: have a feeling he's going to be wide open. <laughs> I, don't, I have a feeling it, maybe it might not be Maybe
2: from the Wildcat?
3: Maybe. Maybe. I mean, oh. yeah. It's, yeah, it's we just were, a personal. We yeah, We were
0: talking earlier
1: that you were a big proponent of the Wildcat. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: okay. Let's hear the, the main reason is because what Henry was saying, like the buffs aren't throwing the ball right yeah. now. Like, like, what happens is Brennan Rice takes a snap, drops back, holds on to it for a while, either runs and throws it away or gets sacked uh, or <laughs> runs. Yeah. Um, so, like, we just like the whole entire Colorado fan base all week is just saying, like, okay, well, what can they do to change this up? Because mm. what they're doing isn't even coming close to working. 20 consecutive drives without points um it's a pac-12 record so and like this is a a conference (laughs) that has hey of A. still
0: not as bad as u of a that's what i was just gonna well i was gonna yeah
2: Uh no i mean yeah like but offensively it's worse
1: i mean that's it's uh, i've never heard anything like that i mean clearly in the pac-12 it's a record but that's just me i'm so sorry i just must be sad
2: yeah no it's it's, sad yeah it's it's really bad so (laughs) <laughs> like wild, like the, you know, this is a team that has a lot of talented backs, Jarek mm. Broussard, <laughs> Ashad Clayton, um, Alex Fontenot. And you, you're just starting to think, like, okay, well, could you do like a three-back wildcat motion type of stuff? I mean, that's where we're at. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah, you're like, creating Madden plays yeah, in place, yeah, 100%. Like, <laughs> absolutely, triple option, you know, <laughs> like that's that's sadly what it's come to. Um, but Henry's right. I mean, there. It, There is a point where, like, they're just gonna have to force him to let it go, throw the ball. But that also could be a point. But that point was weeks ago. And nothing has changed. (laughs) There there has to be an adjustment Mm -hmm. here where they're saying, like, okay, listen, Brendan, if you have single coverage on, on Brendan Rice on the outside, like, you have to throw it.
1: For sure. So basically, we're saying we don't know what we're
2: expecting. I really do yeah. think they're going to have to come with something different and creative. In this well, game. absolutely. So
1: Herm is expecting something, and we have a clip of that also, right? So, let's, so hear what let's, Herm see, let's see what Herm thinks.
4: Well, as we as we enter our Pac-12 season, uh, our opponent Colorado. Um, when you look at them on tape, very good defense. Don't allow a lot of points. Uh, the last game they played, uh, ball got over a bit and put their defense in in, in some bad situations, but. Um, uh, they're very sound. They don't give up a lot of points. Offensively, um, they have a talented group of wide receivers and some running backs. Quarterback is similar to the guy which just faced. Uh, he's got a good arm and can make a lot of plays with his legs. So they're a football team that um, you know has some talent. Uh, they're, they're big up front on, on their offensive line. Defensively, they're long. Uh, they've got a really good secondary play, a lot of man-to-man, a lot of press coverage, so that's going to be – a test for us in the passing game. Let's try to get some guys open, uh, but um, they, they play very physical. They're a very physical football team, so we got our work cut out for them. As you guys know, The Pac-12 is one of those conferences that it just seems like um, when we get into conference play, anything can happen. And I think when we have nine games left, they're all Pac-12 games, so that's going to kind of dictate uh, what type of team we are going forward.
1: So that that whole thing about getting receivers open is basically Herm saying we need that guy. And that's something me and Brett have been talking about Mm -hmm. for weeks is there is no main dude in the receiving core. Like there's talented names, you know, Ricky Piersol, Andre Johnson. There's guys that should be that guy, but every game it's like three for 33 yards, four for Twenty, like it, nobody is that guy on this ASU team, and that, I mean that's the biggest worry for me at least right now.
2: Right, and this is a team that went from Nikhil Harry exactly. to Ronald Donald Brandon Jalen Ron Strong, Jalen Strong. Yeah. For a while, they've had that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's definitely something that's showing up on tape when I watch ASU is like Jaden Daniels just doesn't doesn't necessarily have a guy who he's like, all right, it's third and six. There's the not, only the,
0: person I've yeah. seen that has even made any sort of effort. That I think you could argue that he would consider being those guys would be LV Bungley Shelton or um, Curtis Hodges.
1: Bungley Shelton's been great, but that, 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 that's recency bias too. He was he, he was the best receiver in that BYU game.
0: He also stepped it up a little bit though more in that uh, a, a UNLV game.
2: Yeah, he had he had a, how, he had a big. How old is Herm?
0: 60, he sounds so old. I believe he's 67. Yeah, I like he's genuinely eight. think
1: it's because he, he he doesn't talk. He talk yells to his he's players. He's like as dusty <laughs> as that
2: helmet on the table. Like, jeez. Um, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He
0: just <laughs> needs <laughs> some throw <laughs> lozenges. He, he needs a Ricola. Mm,
2: he, sounds he does. Really, he sounds like really old.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I was right. Wow. See? See how good I know my team?
2: He's older than Vic Fangio.
1: Wow. He's That's old. 3 years younger than Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll seems oh. a, seems He's, younger than him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he That's cuz
0: Pete Carroll chews gum all day.
1: <laughs> it keeps his jaw nice. And
0: <laughs> <strong>. <laughs> so you know, you know when you get
1: really stressed out and your jaw starts clenching, you know what I'm talking about? Like yes. when you're grinding your teeth? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that happens to me when I'm on DraftKings Sportsbook. But there's no <laughs> – no, Wow, there, what a transition. That was, but with, with, with the insurance they have on these same-game parlays, I don't have to be stressed all the time. Mm, they give you $25 – up to $25 back. And the same-game parlays are right up my alley. I made one tonight. We we had our bed show earlier. Yep. Um, I placed another one actually for <laughs> – uh, uh davis mills uh over one and a half touchdowns and davis mills over passing yards. Big davis
2: mills guy i'm <laughs> huge i
1: mean but but uh, that's not me saying it's gonna happen that's me saying I could. yeah, davis yeah. Mills, he, he, he's a capable guy kind of um but download the <laughs> DraftKings sports we got do those same game parlays get this camis offer bet just one dollar on any football game this week and rece- receive receive 150 dollars in free bets instantly when you use code phnx um it's it's fun, it's easy, it's quick, it's safe, it's secure. That threw me off. I looked at the thing and I was going like this and my hands were moving different. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, download that app. Follow that man. Use code Tell PHNX. You. 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wage required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details.
0: Wow. Good job with that.
1: I'm pretty good at mm-hmm. it.
0: You got that down by now. It's like, like
1: it's like I um it's like I'm the starting running back of a team and they called it halfback dive. Like of course I'm gonna gain three yards, why not
2: gain five? Mm. Exactly uh,
3: like
1: that. If only you were
2: good at <laughs> um, placing bets as you are reading about them. I'm I
1: am i am okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't tell people to take my advice.
1: I just say, keep tabs on me. Keep well, on me. I,
0: I'm not really great at giving betting advice, but I, I have picked a couple upsets recently. And uh, that's something that everyone can be looking forward to. You can go over to gophnx.com. We'll be having our uh, weekly PAC 12 predictions going up tomorrow for you guys to look at with the odds, the spreads, the money line, everything coming from DraftKings and a little breakdown of every game and every matchup that we have on the slate for the PAC 12 schedule this weekend. And, also, I'm not sure if you guys read anything or not that I had put out yesterday, oh, I but ASU, I, I am starting a new series. It's going to be about seven pieces worth of work. Um,
1: sleeping giant, baby. But why
0: ASU will forever be a sleeping giant, at least as of right now, unless some things change. And I know that it's a touchy subject and a lot of people... Uh, don't necessarily like to talk about it or uh, it makes them very irritated to talk about it or they point the fingers but I really want everyone to read this in full and and let me know what your takeaway is and see if it um enlightens anything um for you or makes you change how you see and if you decide that you're gonna try to uh move forward a little bit differently from now on. And that's how I'll leave that.
1: That's, that's one thing you guys don't have to worry about is expectations.
2: Well, it's funny that you bring that up because Colorado is one of 25 schools in the nation that has this, a national championship and a Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. Like For many years, the sleeping giant thing was being said about CU too. Yeah. It just went so far downhill yeah. that that was kind of broken. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's funny you mentioned about expectations is they had kind of gone away. But then last year, you know, they go four and two. They're four and one in their five regular season games. They lose to Texas in the Alamo Bowl. And it got hope back up. And literally in the last seven days, it's been crazy. The the loss to Minnesota was so bad that it has gone. Like, fans have gone to a lot of fans have gone to a new low. (laughs) Like, Um, legitimately.
0: People in the Mm -hmm. ASU football. Facebook group who are already calling for Herm Edwards to be fired. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, ASU fans are a very unique. I might be with that. I I know
3: I, I love Herm. But I, I was pretty surprised they didn't fire him before the season with all the, the, the stuff going on yeah. behind the scenes. It's so funny that that's kind of been pushed aside for now, too. I know. Nothing
1: well, there's a lot of stuff
0: that I feel like we also still haven't been told. Like, yeah, we've been told a lot, but I feel like there's a lot they're still keeping from us. And I'm just waiting for it all to drop before yep. I really make a full assumption because I've heard such a vast array of what's going to happen from like, oh, hey, they're just going to have a couple scholarships that they lose Um, to like, oh, they're done. They're going to get axed. I, I,
1: I think it's definitely a distraction for these players. It's kind of like a... Mm-hmm. Like, the players in the locker room, it, like, they hear about this, and then they go, they're expected to practice every day, and not even think of it. It's like your parents are arguing upstairs, and you can hear them shout. You don't yeah. know what to do. You just kind of You play. just ignore it. You
3: just well, and then what? I mean, they, they have three assistant coaches get, get like, yeah. suspended or whatever they and call it I before mean, the season.
0: am quite frankly still surprised that Antonio Pierce is still on the right Antonio Pierce is the one right that's on. Um, like. I know, like, it's a little bit of a touchy subject to talk about the mm-hmm. NCAA investigation because it's still like an ongoing investigation, but with how much he was brought up and named, I was just like, okay, but he's still here. Like, and also the other thing is he was who ASU was kind of looking to groom at least a year and a mm-hmm. half ago. They made this announcement when they named him, uh, I believe it was like the co-associate head coach or something. It was okay, some yeah. weird title, but it was not like assistant coach or something mm-hmm. or like assistant head coach. It was like co-associate something weird. Um, so they were—they already had put it out there that they wanted to groom him for the next head coaching role after Herm Edwards was gone, and I think that also gave a lot of ASU fans um, some some faith in terms of like, okay, the program's going to be moving in the right direction. They're going to have something to build on. You know, the, it's going to be a coach that's familiar with the program, and it's, he's going to make it his own. And the way he ended up at least making it his own, since the news has come out, is not things people want to see. They're not. Things That make you necessarily feel good. I've heard a couple people say distinctly like, well, this is what happens when you hire a wildcat. And I'm like, okay, but I don't think that's what it is. I honestly think (laughs) it's just like the mentality right now really is coming down to like Mm -hmm. win and win at all costs. And like they're doing their best, but it still wasn't enough. So they're trying to keep up with like schools because I mean, they're thinking And this is just from my perspective. I'm sure they're getting a lot of pushback from um, the upper athletic administration in terms of what they need to produce on the field because of how much money they've spent on contracts, renovations, ETC, whatever you want to say. Um, So I think that they're coming down on them to perform. Um, I think that they're worried about fans coming out to the games because it's already a hard sell, especially with this many people in a town this size, or I should say a city this size or the fifth largest city in the United States. Um, And there's always something to do. So they they need to elevate that level of talent on the field to draw people out. Yeah. And especially (laughs) early in the year, it is hot. So um, I feel like their whole main goal was really like everyone is expecting them like, hey, why aren't you on the same level as like all, I don't know, like Bama, Clemson, Florida. Well, I don't want to say LSU right now because they're really not that great. But LSU in years past. And it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of factors that go into that. but There's so many
2: factors. But one
0: of them is like.
2: The same thing you say about ASU is the same thing people say about Boulder. When but you that's go why there, they
0: end up. Che- but I feel like that's why they're ending up cheating, though, right now, because they're starting to push down more and more and more in terms of, like, you need to produce, you need to produce. Yep. So they're trying to pull in the bigger name recruits any mm-hmm. way that they can, even if it's just, like, one or two a class that could be a difference maker. That's yeah, the way that they're I doing mean, it.
2: Everyone's cheating, so it's yeah. just who's, <laughs> it's who's getting caught. It's who's doing it more blatantly. But what I was saying is, like, People come and they visit, they go to ASU and they walk around campus and they're like, how do people not come here? How do kids mm-hmm. not come here? They say <laughs> the same thing about Boulder.
3: Yeah. So Mel Tucker said. Right. It's like, if, if we can get them on campus, they're coming to Boulder.
2: And he's probably, in a lot of cases, he's right. Um, but there's a lot more that goes into college recruiting than like getting a kid to come on campus. Like and cars. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now the nil stuff will be really. I thought interesting. you're talking about the movie cars. I was like, <laughs> no. "That's a good selling point."
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, cu- hey, no more film, <laughs> just cars. One, two, and three.
3: <laughs> Take your pick. It's all we're watching. Um, but yeah, I mean, from like an outside perspective, though, you know. Before last season, I thought the Arizona State was the best team in the conference, and I was fired up. You know, in the in a DNVR Madden oh, League... and then they
0: go into the first game and have a complete meltdown <laughs> in the last two minutes against USC and blow that. Oh, exactly. that was a joyous one to watch. I exactly. had ASU
2: Moneyline in that one, too. I got to stop doing that, brother. Dude, I
0: was so... Mad, like oh, I bet. mad, mad, and I was not I in a lost good a place lot at money. that point in my life. Did like, we all lose money.
3: I think we all might have. We got. A I know I did. Oh yes. man, I just got
0: like.
3: <laughs> Even if we didn't all lose money, maybe I'm lying.
1: Um, let's go to the ASU yeah. sports update, and uh, you guys have some stuff as well. For sure. Someone um, said
2: a
0: little bit of an ASU sports update, then we'll let uh, the bus guys on, do look, a what, Colorado so what? update. Someone
2: said Notre Dame is cheating? Question mark. Yes. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> is
0: cheating.
2: Yeah. Um, Why aren't they filled the five star? Well, because. No one wants to go to South Bend.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's not like Arizona State's filled with five stars, right? <laughs> we're no, filled no. With we know that there there's feet. only like what—that's a good spin.
0: 50? No, we're filled. Well,
2: five stars exist in a class. Maybe
3: fifty. I think maybe. less than that.
2: Most of them go to Alabama
3: yeah. or Ohio True. State. True. Yep.
0: Okay. Um. So, quick update with some ASU sports stuff. Then we'll let Colorado go. Give you like. Give your update on where your sports are at. So first and foremost, volleyball opens up their Pac-12 play tonight against U of A. It's going to be a big game for them tonight. Desert Financial Arena, so it's a home match. Um, Soccer opens up Pac-12 play this Friday on the road at Washington. And Shane, did you see ASU soccer is ranked the highest on the AP poll in program history that they've we ever right. been ranked. We
1: were right. At number 15. We were right. They and their are one good. loss
0: is to currently number five yep. LSU. So we that's right. huge. Um, soccer has been a great turnaround, and I'm excited to see what else they have going on. You know, hockey, the puck drops uh, next Saturday. That's going to be exciting. We'll have Craig Morgan coming on soon to give you guys more hockey updates. Well, just- also... Make mm-hmm. sure you go over to PHNX. You can read some of his hockey stuff if you're um, just an overall hockey fan. He has a ton of awesome stuff for the Coyotes. I don't up. think he
1: needs any more fans. He has a bunch of little minions that just oh, yeah. ha- are all over his Twitter. It's hilarious. He does have
0: minions. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, ASU, former ASU baseball player and right-handed pitcher Seth Martinez got his shot at the big league's on Tuesday, when the Astros called him up, so that's, that's also that's super fun. exciting. He played at ASU, I believe, between uh, 2013 Double. and 2016. So. It must be nice
2: to have a baseball team.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he's a I'm native right. of Arizona. He went to Sunrise Mountain High School. So wow. hey, shout out to that AZ native, Seth Martinez, making his MLB debut. Just sucks. It's with the the Houston Astros because they're cheaters. And well, hey, I guess hey, ASU are cheating. Hey, it <laughs> goes in this family.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, Colorado side uh honestly not as much happening because there's no hockey there's a no baseball baseball, which again i'm cool with i'm not Uh, but the uh volleyball team just started pac 12 play they were undefeated in non-conference play lost got swept against washington state so there's a fun update there (laughs) soccer team starts a conference play against cal on saturday four and three in non-conference some uh, some tough losses you know florida state Top in the country, mm-hmm. TCU. So we'll see what happens once they start playing the rest of the Pac. Do you guys have a good golf program
1: nope. or a golf program? Yeah,
3: they do have one.
2: Yeah. Yep, not good. Uh, not historically, no. <laughs> no. Okay, and no, no Phil Mickelson or John Ross coming through. This.
0: Girls soccer program could win a football game before their football program
2: <laughs> i like where this is going I, I th- I just, th- what,
3: what, any
1: ideas for this new sport we're um, creating i i don't know but i think i have a name
2: well we win the national championship in skiing like every other okay year. but i'm oh. talking about a brand that's new cross country. we dominate that forever a new sport like <laughs> are
1: um,
3: you saying like bring badminton to? No, no
2: no create Ooh. a completely different we sport mean, about we? football but you have to go up a mountain <laughs>
1: whoa what about what about what about ba- <laughs> what about basketball but you have to go down a mountain oh <laughs> That sounds dangerous. What about what about? I don't think
3: we're close. What about
1: like a decathlon, but it's all carnival games?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like a good time. That
1: one actually sounds
3: fun. I don't think we're going to come up with it right now. No,
1: I don't think we're close at all. Um, We'll get back to it. All right, let's get to our keys to the game. Mm -hmm. Come on, dude. Thank you. (laughs) Keys to the game. Look at that graphic. I think I saw some. Don't be
0: mean to Jacob.
1: did somebody, exactly. did, did somebody up there say um, they don't like the mascot? Is that yeah. a, like the like well, Sparky in general or our mascot? I don't really know,
0: but it. Hey, if you commented, go elaborate on that.
1: Humble rumble. Oh,
0: well, that sucks. It might be one of he's our he's awesome.
1: Um, okay, so keys yeah. to the game. Uh, we'll let you guys go first
3: since you're the away team. I've uh- got one. Is it score a point? It's score a point. That was going to be mine, too. Let's go, baby. <laughs>
2: that's going to be a major key. Got to well. get at least one.
3: Six quarters? Six quarters they've gone without scoring a point? Hey. Ten would be crazy. It's got to happen here ten soon, be, right? Ten would be so bad that it would almost be cool. I yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens <laughs> if we get there. Ten yeah. straight quarters? I don't know. You just got to get Jared Broussard going. I, I think, realistically, that's key number one. Uh, they they didn't have him in the second half against Texas A&M. First half, they're moving the ball well. They, they could have won that game. They had opportunities to score more points. And then uh, didn't didn't play in the second half. Uh, didn't play in the first quarter of the last game, and then wound up with uh, five carries for eight yards, which uh, was enough to get him Pro Football Focus's highest offensive grade for Colorado in that game. Um, but yeah, you That's got incredible. <laughs> you got him going. Let's just call it uh, hundred yards for Jarek Broussard. That'd
1: be a, that'd be a good shirt? Are you okay? No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, all right, you can, What's your number one key? For this game.
0: I think we already know because I started off with it penalties. Jeez, yeah. Louise, they cannot, cannot give up sixteen penalties. What's
2: what? the number? That's What's so the
0: number many. that they can or over under for what, success? Seven.
1: No, twelve. I'd say twelve. If if they get less than twelve, I think we win this game fine. But if if, if if it's more than 12, oh, wow. penalties so, <laughs> so many.
0: Well, the
3: crazy thing is like there's the I penalties, That's how bad but they they shoot themselves in the foot if in ASU so many gets different ways. If 12 penalties, yeah. I like, am
0: going to like go on a tangent on our website with my next story oh, and boy. just like Like
1: I was saying on kind of of pulling show this for morning, it. um I guarantee there's a point in this game where you, you guys are third and 20 in, on like our 45 and our DN assaults your quarterback. And, mm-hmm. and it's an automatic or even just a holding call downfield. Yeah, and it's an automatic first down like Hour? it's going to happen. Are
0: we playing? Are we seating up, chain? They, 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 <laughs> do it, they do it to me, so <laughs> I do
1: it back.
2: Um, Yeah, I think they can They can probably get away with a lot of penalties in this <gasps> one. Unless something I big but, is what changing. was it?
1: Three consecutive false starts? Uh, two and then next down two in a row again. It's crazy,
3: because they was... do that stuff, and then they drop mm-hmm. balls on third down. They fumble the opening kickoff. They fumble the interception later on. That was on. the
0: worst, like, and it's that's crazy. because Gordon Porter is not normally their kick returner. DJ Taylor was like, out. The
3: best in the conference.
0: And so Gordon Porter was like, yo, I'm going to ball out, and he like takes out the end zone, fumbles it right away, and I'm just like, takes this is terrible.
3: Like, what's he thinking? But yeah, I mean, just constantly shooting themselves in the foot. It was crazy going back and watching that game. The, the, the reverse flea flicker touchdown they give up. Mm-hmm. Like that was honestly fluke that, was that awesome they were though. down.
0: Okay, and two it's, it's at very half-time. ironic how they completed that because <laughs> the, the way they were able to pull that off involved kids that are out of Arizona. They were kids that were recruited huh. out of Arizona for high school. Mm. The ASU pass on, and then it's like, hey, we're gonna just score on you, and
2: uh-huh. it's like, does BYU have any kids, or are they all like twenty seven?
0: Some of them yeah. are like. <laughs> Like, oh Gunnar Romney God. is like a normal age, I believe, but then oh. there's like.
2: I'm pretty sure he's of age to run for office. <laughs>
0: Other, I'm sure well, he will. there's another Romney that's up there, I think, that's older.
2: Yeah, there's multiple Romneys. It's <laughs> so
0: funny.
2: Death taxes, taxes, there's a Romney <laughs>
0: everywhere. <laughs> um, Death taxes, ASU is going to get penalized so and what, probably uh, lose What's game. your
2: actual over under for what, what you what think I they're going to happen? Yeah.
1: I think they. Will probably be floating around the nine to ten mark this game because I think that Herm has. I mean, I said this last game for them. I I said the exact same thing. I think I said these first two games were a test. Week three is when you figure it out. And then they did more than they did the last couple games. <laughs> and at halftime in the in the BYU game, I was like, Herm drilled it into them for sure. And then again, it was a slow start with penalties. It, 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 I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, do they do I'm, they hate Herm? Are they doing this in spite of him? Um, like it, well, it blows my mind.
0: And that after. Last game, we did a post game show, and I basically went on there and said, I'm so goddamn tired of all of these excuses from this team. Like, I really am. I feel like it's always